Shabbat Shalom Saints. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Yeshua. It's your host, Megan. We have co-host with us today, Chad Franks. Hey, Megan. How you doing? Good. Today we will go through um, a little bit about what sickness is and the sins. Um, and my dad will tell his personal story about the sickness that he went through. So talking about sickness, what it means in the Bible. Um, I found a verse and it's Jeremiah 33, 6. Nevertheless, I will bring health and healing to it. I will heal my people and will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. So although we are aware that complete physical healing may not occur in this lifetime, we also know that God has a plan and a purpose for our lives. And he also promises to offer comfort to those who seek him, which is the sickness. Um, and another one that I found was, how do you, is it Exodus? Is that how you say that? Exodus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Exodus 23, 25 through 28, you shall serve the Lord, your God, and he will bless you. He'll bless your bread and water, and I will take this sickness away from you. And sickness came because you sinned. So what is the whole thing with the sickness and not having to claim it? Like why? Because I remember when me and you had talked about it, you're like, okay, well, don't claim sickness. So what is the whole thing about not claiming sickness? Well, it's not just about claiming sickness, you don't want to claim anything negative in your life, period. Mm -hmm. Um, Our words have power. And so anytime you say anything negative, um, you're basically manifesting that in your life. So it's real important with sickness. um, When you ask for healing, you need to claim that healing immediately. Even if it hasn't manifested in your body, it starts in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And so you need to, to, you know, you need to claim it. You don't need to say, oh, I'm this or I'm that. It needs to be, you know, your belief is there. When you ask, it will be given. And from that point forward, you have to believe that it's already happening. So it will mentally and spiritually be there, what you're saying. Like you're manifesting yeah, a, that. <clears throat> I mean, the healing is, if you believe the healing's immediate mm-hmm. spiritually from father it's it, his time frame he may want to show you some things during that healing uh so s- sometimes it's instant um sometimes it may take days hours weeks months years sometimes for certain people a lot of it has to do with your belief a lot of it has to do with how obedient you're being so the more obedient you are to his laws, statutes, commandments, are you living your life right? Do you put sin out? Do you look to him for everything? All those mm-hmm. things come into factor with healing. So the more you have your life right and focused on him, uh, the quicker the healing will be, basically. Right. So seeking to him. And it's not just necessarily when you need him he wants you to obviously talk to him yeah all the time just not all the time yeah okay yep when you first get up in the morning the first Mm -hmm. thing you should do is 
is say a prayer, you know, ask for forgiveness for sins that you have committed, sins you don't even know you've committed, because there's so many things in the Bible that you are going to learn that you were doing that might have been in a sin and you didn't know it. So you still want to ask forgiveness for those, mm-hmm. you know, until you've learned that. He'll show you things, but you got to be willing to put them in action. So that every time you put something in action, he gives you something else. I look at the Bible like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. You start out, you got all these pieces and you start looking at it and you get a little piece and you're like, oh, that goes there and you put it in place. Right, right. And then and then you get another piece that you know goes with that one. And that's kind of how Father works it. He, every time you put something in action, he gives you another piece to the puzzle. And then sooner or later, it starts making sense. Yeah, it all correlates together. Yeah. So how long were you living <clears throat> with that sickness? Like, you know, I mean, my whole life, you know. We thought well, it was something and we never figured it out. So yeah. what made you, you know, <clears throat> like what were you going through and all that? Well, I mean, I had issues my whole life um, with ligaments, pains, joint issues, um, heart issues. I remember my heart issues had started when I was like 18 um, I had all those things going on. They had me on and off heart medications for years. Um, as you know, it was, and I say, I'm not claiming this. I'm giving you some testimony here. Mm-hmm. So I have to be able to explain it. So when I say they, I'm referring to what the doctor said the problem was because mm-hmm. obviously you know, we've fixed that. Yeah. Messiah, Messiah took care of me. So, um, <clears throat> so anyway, 2017 things were gotten really bad. I remember I went in the hospital, mm-hmm. I had some blood clots. Um, yep. that's when they started running all these tests. I seen specialists for everything. They couldn't find an answer. And one of them said, Hey, I think it might be genetic. So they had me tested and they came up with a name for it called Ehlers-Danlos syndromes. And there's like 13, 14 types of syndromes and it's a rabbit hole mm-hmm. and one that I went down. And at the time I wasn't turning to father for healing. Um, you were, we had, it was the medication they put you yeah. on. Yeah. They had X all amount. kinds. Yeah. Oh, medications for everything. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I mean, there were many weeks I couldn't hardly get out of bed. Um, I could barely walk to the garage and back. I'd be down for days. There would it be, was just, yeah, there would be times that my dad <clears throat> would, um, he would go outside and help with something, whether it was me and my mom, my sister do a couple things, maybe for about 30 minutes and that wore him out. He'd be out for the rest of the night and the rest of the next day. So that really took a toll on him and, you know, seeing that while growing up too, because I remember when we lived in Florida, you know, there was that time you went to the hospital. I was so young. I barely remember it, but growing up with this my whole life, I was like, oh, they're telling him it's chronic. It's, you're going to live with it forever. 
Um, so I was like, yeah. wow. And then the next thing I know is they're, oh, it's genetic. <clears throat> and then they were like, you might have it. So. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, you know, from a doctor's standpoint, they're just looking at the results. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just looking at what the data shows them. They can't cure anything, nothing against doctors, but all they can do is treat you for a symptom. They can't cure anything. Only, only through Yeshua can we be healed. He, he gave us that father gave it to him to give to us. So we ask in his name, anytime you need to be healed. Uh, I, I like how in the beginning you started with some scripture um, in the old Testament. That's fantastic. Uh, a lot of people think that there wasn't healing as much mm-hmm. in the old Testament, but there was. Um, yeah. So, I mean, where were we at? Oh, so yeah. After all the tests and everything, um, we had backslid from basically being obedient of just mm-hmm. observing Sabbath, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, because we was really we stopped yeah, when I was in yeah, we like did. fifth grade. We stopped holidays, yeah. all of that. Yeah, we had stopped all that stuff, but we, you know, like in twenty fourteen. Uh, you know, we were, we were on the right track. Um, and I let work get in the way and some other things we backslid, uh, weren't doing what we are supposed to be doing. And, you know, the Holy spirit came to me and was really pressing on me to get back. And I just, I said, okay, you know, enough's enough. You're right. And I wasn't even thinking about the healing. Uh, I went to your mother and I sat down And I told her, I said, you know, we're not living our life right. We need to get back to observing Sabbath and just devoting our life to Jehovah. Mm -hmm. And the next morning I woke up and as soon as I stood out of bed, I just knew I was like, wow, I'm healed. My body, like, it's hard to explain, but if you have chronic illness most of your life and you wake up one morning, you just know it's gone. Yeah. And I mean, I go on walks. I, I work in the yard now. I shovel dirt, mulch. Um, there's nothing I can't do. Uh, physically it's, it's, you know, I was healed and it just makes your faith stronger. Uh, you know, father blessed me because I'd redevoted my life to him mm-hmm. and every day I add something to it. I read my Bible every day and what I find, I, I put it in action and that's the important thing. You yeah. have to, you know, you got to really, you, you said it in one of your podcasts, you know, you need to read your Bible. It needs to become a habit every day because the word is what gets inside you and that's what protects you, makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. You grow from it. You know, you can't slip from that. It's what helped keeps the world out. Yeah, for sure. And another thing too is when you're not feeling well, you rebuke the negative energy. Absolutely. Rebuke. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And immediately pray. Yeah. You know, pray to Father. You always pray to Father through Yeshua, and that's the way it works every time. Uh, you know, 
I wake up, I had, this is, I'll give you a funny story. Uh, I was working last week um, with your Mimi and I was jumping in and out of the trailer and everything. And your mom and I went for like a mile walk up and down the hills, Mm -hmm. got back that night. It was tabernacle. So we were sleeping in the tent and my ankle started hurting and we got up the next morning and I was hobbling. I was like, I told your mom, I'll go, man, I must've tweaked my ankle somehow. (laughs) And it felt, I mean, it was hurting bad. I thought, Oh, this is going to be good. But instead of dwelling on it, I immediately prayed for healing. And Megan, I tell you, I woke up the next morning and you wouldn't have known that my ankle was fine. Wow. 100%. I put my shoes on. I went back out, did everything else I was supposed to do. It's all faith. Yes, it's you there. You have to believe it's there. Yeah. You have to believe he can do everything that he says that he did, that Messiah did when he walked the earth. Mm-hmm. He says we can do Everything he did it. Yeah. And you have to believe that. And it's true. And you and mom got rid of every single medication. <clears throat> they had a whole entire medicine cabinet. Um, and y'all got rid of all of it. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I had chronic migraines, which I still had after the first healing, I still had some migraines and I had um Real bad, like, uh, what was I taking for it? I don't know. Some kind of medicine for heartburn that was, like, horrible. I, I had, I couldn't eat anything. And I had, if I didn't take it every day, I just didn't sleep at night because it felt like acid burning mm-hmm. through my stomach. So I still had that, which was, you know, I knew I'd been healed from the other physical ailments. And I still had that. So I prayed in father told me, he's like, you need to, while you're at service, you need to ask for prayer and laying on hands. So while we were at service, I did. And they did that. They laid hands on me and prayed. Yeah. And I remember that with Arthur yeah, Bailey. Like for, yeah. So there were a couple days went by. I had a few little issues with my stomach. Um, I just kept praising father through it i'm like thank you father i'm healed because i asked and they laid hands i knew the healing was there wait wait i lost you sorry i don't know what happened um what was the last thing you were saying uh talking about the healing at arthur bailey okay okay start start from there and I knew I was healed right then, but I still had some issues in my stomach. I was having, but I just started praising Father when the issues would come up. I'm like, thank you, Father. I'm healed. I knew I was healed. I just praised him and the and it would slowly go away. And this happened a couple times, and that's the enemy. He'll try to get in your head because mm-hmm. that's all he can can do. You know, he creates confusion. So I prayed through him. And then I even had a few migraines and same thing. I said, father, I threw the migraine medicine away as well. So I didn't have anything to take anyway, but mm-hmm. I said, father, I'm not going back to that medicine. If I have to, you know, sit through this pain, I know you're with me 
and we'll sit through it together until it's gone. Yep. And that happened about twice. And then again, one morning I woke up, I knew right then my stomach was healed. I just, oh, I mean, the Holy Spirit was just like, yep, your stomach's healed. That night, your mom and I went, we ate like a tortellini with mozzarella sauce. Mm, and I miss being home. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> I, I, for a couple of days, I ate stuff, gravy, just stuff I wouldn't have eaten before. Yeah. And I've had no problems since. It's been weeks and weeks now. And my stomach's fine. And then um, it's been several weeks now, last migraine. uh, And I knew it was gone too. It just, they disappeared. And I'm like, praise Yehovah. I mean, (laughs) he did it. No, really. He he did that one. Because that was something you were dealing with for a very long time. Yeah. My whole life was migraines. I remember in elementary school, I'd get them and they make, I'd have them so bad that it would make me sick to my stomach Mm -hmm. and I would throw up and have to leave school. That's how bad they were. Well, praise y'all. We don't have to go back. Only looking forward. We're not going back. Yeah. Yeah, No, absolutely not. I prefer to go off of the 10 commandments. Yeah. Uh, And I I have these ready. The 10 commandments is, which is, um, they establish rules of worship and forbid actions. Um, and all of the Ten Commandments is in your Exodus, I believe, Exodus 20. Yeah, they're all in Exodus 20. Um, yeah, and Deuteronomy uh, so, 5, 6 through 22, I think, as well. So I'll go through the um, <clears throat> Ten Commandments and kind of explain that. So thou shalt have no other gods before me. So That's right. God wants what is best for you. And if you put something else before him in your life, it's <clears throat> going to be harder for him to bless you. Yeah. He tells us he's a jealous guy. Mm-hmm. He wants, he wants you to worship him. And people say, well, you mean there are other gods? Well, people worship other things that they called gods. And that's what he's referring to. And that, that first commandment leads back to, him, I guess what you could say, like a mortal sin, right? Believing that there's any other gods before him. It, yeah, I mean, well, it's not believing that there are other gods because you know that he said there are other gods. So we know that there were, maybe not in the physical sense, they may have been demons or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's telling people, you worship no one but me. Okay, And that's where number two comes into place. He's telling you, you shall make no idols. Mm -hmm. Idols are, people don't understand what, you know, idols can be anything in your house. You don't think you're worshiping it, but you put it in there, you're opening yourself up to the enemy coming in. Um, Which is like a graven image, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anything so, made by the hands, you got to be careful right. of. So that's like cars, clothes, sports, even our. It could even be animal yeah. things. People don't want to. Our jobs. It, it could be. Yeah, it could be an owl statue in your house. It could be. Those are idle things that you don't realize. You're like, but if you look at it and you think, oh, that's cool looking. Then you just made it an idol. Hmm. That's why it's. 
So like know, decorations. Being simple. Yeah. You got to be careful with your decoration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord, thy God in vain. So that means using God's name like a swear word. Yeah, that's one way. Um, you can look up the word vain. Um, I don't have my strong sitting here with me, but um, it means it could mean a lot of things, though. Um, making his name plain, other things. That's why instead of using God, we speak his name. You know, his what name you, is Jehovah. What do you mean in plain? So, well, they they try to make it plain instead of like the term God is a plain name. So why call him? Why say God when that can refer to if you're Muslim, that means they're referring to Allah or whatever their God is. Okay. Right. So that's a word that many people use. And you don't know when, like in your mind. You could be standing next to someone and you say, and they say something about God. And in your mind, you picture Jehovah. Mm-hmm. In their mind, they picture Allah or whatever his name is. So that's where I go when I use that. I don't, obviously, I don't cuss and use his name in vain either in a swear. It can also mean yeah. that. But you have to be careful, especially if somebody wants to come up and say, hey, can I pray for you? Like, I don't, I don't know. Who who are you praying to? Right. You don't know that person. So you don't want somebody who's worships other gods praying for you in their God's name. So, you know, that's where you make sure you're somebody's praying for you or looking out for you. They're doing it in the name of Jehovah or Yeshua. Okay. Um, the next one, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Goes back yeah, to, and that's yeah, a big one. Goes back to my last episode on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, keeping it holy, yeah. which is doing our best to remember Him throughout the day. It's not spending. It's there's a commandment there. We're not supposed to spend money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're supposed to prepare the day before sundown. Yeah, before sundown. Right, the day starts at sundown, evening to evening, but. So like on Friday, your mother and I, when she gets off work, we go to the grocery store, we get everything for the weekend, we fill up with gas, we make sure we're ready for Mm -hmm. Sabbath, you know, so there's a lot that goes into it. He made the day for us to rest and to be with Mm -hmm. him. That's what it's about. So you don't want to be preparing things and it's, we go and visit, but we're prepared to not have to spend money. And, and do no work on that day. Yep. Um, next one, honor thy father and thy mother. I think yep. that one is very important. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It's, it, it's, you know, it's about taking care of the elderly. Mm-hmm. Like when they get old and can't do, um, it, it's taking care yeah. of them. And having a respect for them and not talking back to them, you know, listening to them, whether you agree or you don't agree with what they're saying, it's being polite, and mm-hmm. respect, honor and respect. Uh, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, thou shall not kill. Yeah, that one's pretty yeah. self-explanatory for the most part. I mean, you could go down rabbit holes with it, mm-hmm. but 
uh, yeah, I mean, that's simple, but you know, important for everyone. Yeah. Um, thou shall not commit adultery, which. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty easy one to figure yeah. out too. And, you know, even the Bible tells us if you look at somebody with mm-hmm. lust, you've committed an yeah. adultery. With your, when you're you with know, your partner and you're like, Oh yeah, that person is, you know, kind of cute or whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Your intentions aren't with the per- your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, thou shall not steal, which we know that obviously taking anything that doesn't belong to you is stealing and it's against his commandment. Um, That's and it right. is important to him that his children are honest with each other. Yeah. And if somebody steals against you, you, you know, you're not supposed to get all angry mm-hmm. about it. You know, you let them yeah. have it. Uh, he'll he'll deal with those people that steal from you or do you wrong, et cetera. Apologies, ring doorbell going off. <laughs> and that's another thing I've learned is you just gotta let you just gotta let it happen. Like there's no need mm-hmm. to react towards anything, you know, because yeah. it's all gonna end up falling in place. Yeah, you don't want to step mm-hmm. into that angry spirit. Yeah, you know, that'll lead you down bad paths. Yeah. Uh, so just you know. We should pray for those mm-hmm. people. You're supposed to pray for those that do you wrong and your enemies. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's about living humbly and in love and just following what Father tells you mm-hmm. to do. Any open chance the devil will get, he will. That's why you always yeah. got to use your eyes to see, your ears That's to right. hear, and always be by your boss side. Yep. Thou shall not bear false witness against thy neighbor. So come yep. back, like honesty. So if you lie to someone, you're bearing false, bearing false witness. Um, and that could cause, you know, harm to yourself or to others. So, mm-hmm. which goes. And when it says neighbor, they're not just talking about the person to the left uh-huh. or right or right across the street. That's anybody you meet. Mm-hmm. You know, if you see something happen, you don't go lie about yeah. it. Uh, you know, lions, uh, lions, a sin. If you notice the 10 commandments, it's not in rank. Most people, if you ask them what the worst sin is, they're going to say murder, but murder is like in the middle of the list. So, you know, that tells you we don't know the rank of, of the sin. So lying, if you lie, you're a liar. You're not going to the kingdom of heaven. No more than if you're a murderer or an adulterer mm-hmm. or anything Stealing. else on the list. Yeah. And going back to the, you know, you should not bear false witness. Witness, um, you lying and being honest, it goes back to thou shalt not steal. He, It's important to him that his children are honest with each other. So I feel like those two correlate very well because you are his and he wants you to be honest and yep. you know live by these commandments thou shall not covet um and that's that's to be jealous of something right or in the lines of that it's it's possessing uh something desires um something you might crave or mm-hmm. want or fancy you know hunger after type of thing okay so 
wanting those desires or something more desperately um, keeps them from putting Yahweh first. And this commitment right. helps to keep you from falling into this bad habit. Yeah. Um, It'll keep you from chasing mm-hmm. money, a job, something that's, you know, he'll give you those things. If you look yeah. to him first, he'll give you the things in your heart. As long as you're aligned and you follow him and obey him and worship him and you're living right, he'll make sure you have the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. But, those people aren't looking to him. They're putting money over him. They're putting the big house over him. They're putting the fancy cars over him. And I feel like, you know, that's where yeah, I feel like money nowadays is just such a big thing that, you know, obviously right now it's the generations in, in society. Um, they definitely made it harder to live. So everybody's, thinking money, 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 because I got to pay my bills, do this and that and the other. Um, So I feel like money is a really big thing right now. Well, you know, a father tells us he's, he'll Mm -hmm. take care of you. He knows what you need and he'll make sure you have it. So worrying about those things, worry is a form of fear, which we're not supposed to have fear Mm -hmm. for anything. So if you just, that's where you got to turn to him in all things. Look to father for everything. I, I look to him now. I'm going down the road and the traffic's heavy. And I'm like, I, I pray to him, you know, just hey, father's traffic's heavy. You know, give me a safe mm-hmm. ride home and show me favor in yeah. traffic. Show me favor in parking spots you know, different things. If we're living right, we should expect favor mm-hmm. from father. Yep. It's just like, you know, I'm your dad. And if you come to me and you need something, I'm going to give it to you. Right. Imagine how much more he's going to do mm-hmm. for us. I'll give you an example here. Your mom and I went to the grocery store and it was on a Friday afternoon and she wanted some hollow bread. And usually on Fridays, it sells out really quick. Well, we were getting there late and I pulled up to the front of the store and she got out and she's like, I hope they got some. I said, of course they got some. You, you're favored. You believe they have some, mm-hmm. they'll have some. She comes out to the car. she got a bag. She goes, I got yep. the last one. She said, a man picked it up and set it back down and walked away. And there was one yeah. loaf of bread yeah. left for us. And I said, that's right. Cause you, I believe that he'll give us the desires of our heart. She wanted that bread. You're yeah. favored. And it was the last one. We're living right. You know? Okay. When you believe in him, anything's possible. He says, you can move mountains. If you have faith, you can mm-hmm. move mountains. And I have faith in whatever I come to him. Now, obviously if you're being silly, it, it may not manifest, you know, but if we're serious on something and you pray for something and you ask for something in his name, he's going to give it to you, especially if yeah. it makes sense. Now, I'm not saying there are people that pray about winning the lottery. Well, you're probably not going to get that. 
Why? Number one, that's gambling. You shouldn't be gambling. But if you're praying for proper things in the right context, Mm -hmm. I believe that Father will give it to you. And that's how you have to look at life and live your life that way. Um, And I I, I don't know. Um, I think, see, I wish Papa was here because I feel like I remember we had talked about this one time, but um, the anonymous favors and givings. um, Yeah. Well, you'll get blessings for, Father will bless you the more you do and honor and obey and being obedient, Father will bless you with things. Just like with me, I didn't ask to be healed the first time. He, he I would just, I said, I'm coming back. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to obey Sabbath, Father. And I had to apologize and ask for forgiveness and confess the things that I had done to, mm-hmm. against him. And when that happened, he showed me favor. He is all loving. He is all merciful, but he's also just. So when you do something wrong and you keep doing wrong and you keep doing wrong, eventually he's going to have to be just with you. And that's not something anybody ever wants because I went through it. And that's where my sickness come Mm -hmm. in. Sickness is sin. We're born into sin. That's why our bodies are born into sickness. But when we come in alignment with him, he heals us. He makes us better than we were before. And that's 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 what he's done with me. The whole like you're reborn again. Yeah. You're reborn again. You're, you're, yeah, spiritually you're born Mm -hmm. again. It's a beautiful thing. Um. Is there anything else you would like to add or to talk about specifically before we head out? No, I mean, you know, just pray every day. Uh, You know, don't get discouraged about the world because the deeper you get in tune with Father, the more people might step out of your life or they don't understand the things Mm -hmm that you see because he's going to open your eyes he's going to open your ears but yet they're still deaf and blind to what you're seeing and you have to push through that so just stay strong in the word that's that's all i can tell you pray every day ask for forgiveness be loving and kind even to those who don't understand Mm -hmm. and just let them see father's glory shine yeah. through you. I mean they can they you know. can uh push you away and whatnot but don't let that stop you from spreading the word yeah yep that's right alrighty well on today's episode we talked about um sickness and seeking God for healing and what the ten commandments are dad I would like to thank you for joining me um it was it was nice. You're my first co-host, yay! And right. um, this this weekend on Saturday, me and my dad and my mom are going to uh, Arthur Bailey Ministries. I haven't been there since I was little, like what sixth grade, maybe. <laughs> yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. I think you might have been junior high. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm really excited yeah. about that to 
go back over there. Um, and I know a lot of people were really excited, you know, to hear about your story, about what you went through and how Yahweh healed you. And it's, it's yeah. beautiful. Um, so don't forget to share the podcast, follow on all the social media platforms and to leave us a review and comment. Thank you, dad. Love you. All right. Love you too.